Hey everyone, welcome to the Communication Coach Podcast, where I'm going to help you to create successful change through powerful and honest conversations. I am your host, Nikki Perfect. well or doing the best you can in the turbulent challenging different times that we find ourselves in at the moment with the constant change so i'm recording this in the hope that it will help some of you in your relationships throughout the rest of covid19 especially if you're all living together in one house and spending a lot more time with people that perhaps you don't normally do including your loved ones including your kids or your partners or your friends or perhaps your flat housemates and finding a way for it together so for those of you that have never met me before and don't know anything about me this is a little bit about my story so in january 2018 i retired from the metropolitan police after 30 years service the last decade of that i was a hostage and crisis negotiator and i was privileged enough to be able to share in other people's stories And I learned so many lessons through each one of those negotiations, especially around the fact that we all have a story. And I mean by that we all have our own challenges that we're facing all the time. That we will all experience crisis at some stage in our life. And also that we all view the world from our different perspectives, from our very own lenses. And I now run three businesses, four including a training, coaching, business and communication, but I use the exact same skills that I did as a negotiator in with my teams and with my family and with my customers. And so I was looking at COVID and how we're kind of in lockdown and what that means for people and what would really work, what would help people to just get through each day. So I'm going to tell you a story about a negotiation that I did and I'm going to tell you how that now reflects in my own personal life and how I implement that. And the difference that it makes. So when I was a very new negotiator, I, I got I was trained in 2008. So I remember being very excited about being a negotiator, be, looking forward to going and talking to people and helping them and saving life. I was very excited about that. I thought that it was a, a real privilege and an honour to be given that opportunity to do that. And I remember it was my third call as a negotiator and I hadn't nailed it without a shadow of a doubt I'd learned all these new skills I'd done a two-week course very intensive I'd been practicing and things weren't working quite the way that I wanted them to work so I turned up at my third call and the call was to a young girl in a tree who had a noose around her neck and I arrived and it was dark so I remember it being quite late at night it was a summer's evening and there was lots of other police officers around and I went to talk to this young girl And she refused to talk to me. She didn't even reply to anything. I was very conscious of the fact that I was talking in front of other people that were in front of me and that they were listening and waiting with bated breath. Uh, In my head, they were probably criticising or or working out what they would say in a a better fashion. And uh, after two or three hours, I hadn't made any progress whatsoever. She was still walking around the tree. She still had the noose around her neck. It was very frightening she was very high up I didn't want her to fall or hurt herself in any way shape or form she was clearly troubled something was happening in her life that had caused her to take this action and I remember there was a more experienced negotiator joined me after a little while his name was Steve 
lovely guy and he'd been a negotiator for many years and we had a chat and we talked about what was not working what might work and we tried a few different things and eventually we both agreed that I was not building a rapport with her I wasn't getting very far with her and in the world of negotiation we have this saying that there is no ego now there is always ego ego is always there it's about recognizing your own ego and how it works in your life and how it shows up but in the world of negotiation when you're saving someone's life it's incredibly important to put ego to one side so that's that's what we do we have honest conversations and we both agreed that I wasn't getting anywhere and that he would give it a go so he started talking to her and after a little while don't get me wrong it wasn't after seconds or or minutes it was after a little while he started to make progress and she started to talk to him and they started to build a relationship and eventually she trusted him enough that she came down from the tree unharmed thank goodness brilliant it took some time probably I remember it being light when we finished so it was probably some seven or eight hours of interacting with this girl and I walked away from that negotiation I was like what, what is going on what, what, what is not working for me and I reflected it over it many times and I still reflect over it now many years later and I realized that in that negotiation as in quite a few of my first negotiations it, it was kind of all about me it was I wanted to do this, I wanted to do that, I wanted to use my new skills, I was aware of other people around me, and it was very focused on me. And when you come at a conversation from your perspective, it often is. And there's nothing wrong with that, and we do it all the time, but it's just about recognising that and understanding the impact that it might have on another person, especially somebody who might be in crisis. So I'm like, okay, so how do I use that in my own life now? And I, I have... Uh, practice negotiation communication for many years and I'm still learning and it's great to continue to learn and I try to implement it consciously as regularly as I can and that's not always easy especially when the old emotional brain kicks in and by that I mean when you come at a, a conversation from an emotional perspective you use words and say things that you might not necessarily say when you're looking at it in a logical approach and when you're in an emotional state it's harder for you to find a way forward than it is when you take a big Deep breath in, press the pause button and think, okay, how can I attack this in a logical fashion and ask myself questions like, how can I improve this or what can I do rather than I can't or I don't know how. And I'm looking at lockdown now and as we move forward and the rules are being slightly changed and different but many of us are still working from home and certainly homeschooling is still going on and this is why I'm in Meg's bedroom just to really prove the point here so I have a 13 year old in my life called Meg she came into my life when I was in my early 40s and she was six and I use the skills that I learned as a negotiator with Meg on a regular basis and she's taught me a lot so when we're at home and all three of us are working from home my partner included Meg will be like on the kitchen table with all her books spread out and she'll be listening to her lessons or she'll be getting on with the work. Like the half will probably be in this room because this is where the big computer is. So they'll be working hard at work here and I'll be in the back room on the laptop. So we'll all be in separate areas. And sometimes I'll walk into the kitchen thinking, right, it's lunchtime now, I'll prepare lunch. And there'll be stuff everywhere. And now the temptation is for me to say, for goodness sake look at all your stuff everywhere can you please just clean it up so I can make some lunch but I get that this is different for her as well so I have to take that big breath press the old pause button and carve out it a different way and think okay 
So here's a 13 year old who's now having to work from home, school herself from home, rather than be at school. Let's look at it from her point of view. And then if I want to do a recording or a podcast and I like to use a big computer, I'm like, okay, well, I can't get into that room, but let me look at it from my partner's point of view. And when you do that, you can rationalise things a lot clearer. It becomes more logical for you. So you can ask the questions of each other and of yourself of how can we make this work? What can we do to improve everybody's life here and make it work? Kind of stepping into somebody else's shoes and looking at it from their point of view. When you're in an emotional state, that's incredibly difficult to do. So it's about how you manage to get yourself to that logical state. And I, my mum, bless her, so she's in lockdown. My dad isn't very well. He has uh, terrible chest problems. And so we know that we have to keep him shielded. And that's going to be for some time. Now, over the last few years, I've introduced them to online shopping, which I do for them every Sunday. And then suddenly we can't get a slot. And my mum's panicking about this. Now, I have three businesses, all of which are at different stages during this challenging period so sometimes I'm very caught up in that and my mum's fretting about online shopping and I'm like why are you fretting about online shopping I'm worried about employing people and keeping free businesses open this just isn't like in my radar of things to worry about but if I stop and press the big old pause button and look at it from her perspective I can see actually it's about her losing her independence and being reliant on other people so it's not about the shopping but it's about the how am I going to get the things that I'm very used to? What can I keep control of? And then when you realise that that's what's going on, you can have a nice, sensible, logical conversation of, Mum, it sounds like you are really worried about losing your independence and being reliant on other people. And the reply I got to that was, yeah, I absolutely am. I hate it. I hate being reliant on other people. I hate having to wait for an online slot or asking people to do my shopping for me. I'm very used to doing it myself. So that's, that's what I've learned from one of the conversations, many of the conversations I've had in the negotiation, and now how I use it in a practical term. So I hope that helps you in your challenges of living life in a slightly different way, and that you'll be able to use that and think about what is happening in your world and how you can implement it. Thanks for listening, thanks for joining me, and I'll speak to you soon. Hey everybody, Nikki again. Hope you enjoyed today's podcast, and thank you for joining me. You can find me on social media at Nikki Coms Coach at Twitter, and The Communication Coach on Facebook, and thecommunicationcoach.co.uk. Please like, share, and review, and I look forward to speaking to you soon.